Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We're here this evening and overnight with clouds on the increase tomorrow. Temperatures will be starting out on Friday, about 27 to 32 degrees. We'll top out in the upper 40s to lower 50s across the area. We're tracking rain starting between 5 and 7 p.m. tomorrow. Could be heavy at times. Flood watch up for portions of the area. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 in Alexandria. We have 41 in Columbia, 48 in Penn Quarter. 659. You're listening to W. WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Breaking news tonight. The U.S. and British militaries have started bombing sites used by the Iranian-backed Houthis in Yemen. Stay with us for the details all evening on this massive retaliatory strike. WTOP's J.J. Green will be with us live at 7.15. In other news tonight, could a local handgun licensing law be coming back after being struck down late last year? We'll tell you all we know about a new legal Effort. He took part in decisions on Maryland's election process. Now he's facing federal charges tied to January 6th. I'm Kate Ryan. Could the Alexandria Arena deal be tied to more Metro funding? Show me a plan that works. I'm Nick Ainelli. And Bill Belichick parts ways with the New England Patriots. 7 o'clock. Airstrikes on Houthi rebels after latest attack. This is the 27th Houthi attack on international shipping. Hunter Biden arraigned on tax charges. Hunter Biden answered a plea of not guilty. Closing arguments in Trump's civil fraud trial. Everybody knows what I just said. This is a sham. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Just in, a U.S. official confirms the U.S. and U.K. are beginning to strike on targets in Yemen to retaliate for Houthi attacks. Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder says it comes after a 27th attack in which rebels fired an anti-ship ballistic missile into the Gulf of Aden shipping lane. The Houthis fired an anti-ship ballistic missile uh, from Houthi-controlled areas in Yemen into international shipping lanes in the Gulf of Aden. The reports indicate one commercial vessel reported visually observing the missile impact the water. No injuries or damage reported. Meantime, the U.S. is demanding Iran immediately release a seized oil tanker off the coast of Oman. President Biden's son, Hunter, is arraigned on federal tax fraud charges in California. CBS's Erica Brown. Hunter Biden answered a plea of not guilty to nine federal tax charges that included six misdemeanors, three felony counts related to his alleged failure to file and pay taxes, tax evasion, uh, and his filing of a fraudulent tax return. A tentative trial date is set for June 20th. At closing arguments in his New York civil business fraud trial, former President Trump was allowed to speak briefly before the judge cut him off, as CBS's Robert Costa reports. An explosive scene unfolded in the courtroom as Trump spoke up and veered outside the bounds of what the judge said he could say, lashing out and making false accusations against the judge and the New York attorney general. This is a fraud on me. What's happened here, sir, is a fraud on me, Trump claimed. You can't listen for more than one minute. This has been a persecution he directed at Ngoran, prompting the judge to cut him off and tell Trump's attorneys to control your client. Trump later took aim at the New York State Attorney General. He's got serious Trump derangement syndrome. There's no question about Letitia James, the corrupt attorney general of New York. James says... At the end of the day, the point is simple. No matter how powerful you are, no matter how rich you are, that no one is above the law. And that the law applies to all of us. 
The cost for a night out is going up. U.S. inflation picks up. Overall prices rose three-tenths of a percent from November and 3.4 percent from 12 months earlier. On Wall Street today, stocks closed mixed. The Dow was up 15 points. NASDAQ flat. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 here on WTOP, Thursday evening, January 11th, 2024. Alexandria is at 46, so we could be falling to the 30s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top stories we're following this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. Just want to repeat the news we learned minutes ago that U.S. and British militaries are both bombing more than a dozen sites used by the Iranian-backed Houthis in Yemen in a massive retaliatory strike using a warship-launched Tomahawk missile. In fact, a series of Tomahawk missiles tonight. This is according to several U.S. officials. The expected targets include logistical hubs, air defense systems, and weapons storage locations. The U.S. and British militaries fighting back against Houthi rebels in Yemen, backed by Iran. Our own J.J. Green, our national security correspondent, will be along at 7.15 with additional details. Stay with us here on your breaking news, traffic, and weather station. Locally tonight, some additional gun control could be returning to Maryland. The 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has granted the state's petition for the full court to consider Maryland's handgun licensing law. That measure was thrown out in November by a three-judge panel which ruled that Maryland's law requiring most residents get a license before getting a handgun was unconstitutional. The Westmore administration requested the hearing for the full court's review last month. Governor Moore says tonight he welcomes this decision. He adds common-sense gun laws are vital to his commitment to keep weapons out of the wrong hands and save lives. A member of the Maryland Board of Elections has resigned days after his arrest on federal charges connected to the January 6th attack on the Capitol three years ago. WTOP's Kate Ryan with our report. 52-year-old Carlos Ayala of Salisbury, Maryland, a Republican on the Maryland State Board of Elections, has been charged with a felony, civil disorder, along with misdemeanor federal charges connected to the rioting at the U.S. Capitol January 6th. He resigned his position Thursday morning. Now, according to federal officials, he urged police to, quote, join us, breached the police barriers and was seen carrying a flag that was later spotted being used to jab at a Capitol Police officer inside the building. Ayala had served on the elections board since July. He worked on decisions like approving the location of polling places and other election operations. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. With Virginia state lawmakers now back at work in Richmond, Governor Glenn Youngkin is working to drum up support for the construction of a new arena for the Capitals and Wizards in Alexandria. The governor tells WTOP's Nick Ionelli negotiations include concerns about transportation in that area. For those worried about traffic congestion and transportation issues associated with an Alexandria arena, Governor Yunkin says... We can work through a world-class transportation plan for the area, and we're committed to do so. Democratic state leaders have told Governor Yunkin, a Republican, that they'd want additional funding for Metro tied to the arena deal. Yunkin tells WTOP he is open to that, but with certain conditions. The Metro has a real problem right now. They've got service levels that are mismatched. They've got overhead levels that far exceed any of their benchmarks. The businessman in me just says, show me a plan that works. 
and then we'll work on how to fund that plan. And I'm committed to do that. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A Howard County man gets two years in prison for threats made toward members of the LGBTQ plus community, along with lawmakers in both Maryland and Virginia who support the transgender community. 34-year-old Adam Natina of West Friendship pleaded guilty in August to making threats. As part of his plea deal, Natina also agrees that his offense qualifies as a hate crime. He was charged last year with leaving a threatening voicemail at the D.C. office of the Human Rights Campaign, the largest LGBTQ plus civil rights organization in the United States. Natina threatened to slaughter the LGBTQ community. An arrest in a string of armed robberies of taxi drivers in our region. Let's get that story tonight from WTOP's Neil Augenstein. It happened six times in the past week in Prince George's County. A man would call an independent taxi driver and request a ride. Once in the car, he'd display a gun and demand money. In one case, he forced the cabbie to drive to an ATM to take out more money. Now, Prince George's County police have arrested 24-year-old Francisco Chavez Ramirez. They say he he had a replica gun that was identical to the one displayed in the cabs. Police say he's admitted to all of the armed robberies. They think there may be more victims who haven't yet reported being robbed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. A big hospital system in our region is putting mask mandates back in place. Johns Hopkins Medicine says effective tomorrow, masks will be required for all patients, visitors, and employees at all its locations in Maryland. Hopkins says it's putting the mask requirement back in place after a spike in respiratory illnesses, COVID and the flu in the state. The hospital says the same vaccination rates for the general public when it comes to the flu, RSV and COVID. They all remain low. It was really only about two out of 10 people that got the latest COVID shot. And it's a little better for the flu, but only about half of the population is getting that right now. The mask requirement goes into effect tomorrow at Suburban Hospital in Bethesda, Howard County General, and the Hopkins Hospitals in Baltimore. Coming up on WTOP, the latest on inflation and how the Fed may react next regarding interest rates. Stay with us tonight. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, let's go to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Maryland, Suitland Parkway headed toward Andrews and just before Route 4, there was a crash headed toward Andrews eastbound on Suitland Parkway. And that is along the left side of the roadway. And on 202, uh, between 50 and 75th Avenue and not far from the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, serious crash. That is affecting traffic in both directions. Initially, all traffic was stopped there. Interloop Beltway through Montgomery County, still a bit slow here and there. Through Prince George's County, it is clearing out nicely. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is without delay. And 95 at the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running pretty well for the most part. Virginia does have a crash, though, on 95 northbound before exit 158 Prince William Parkway. Tractor trailers, too, involved in the crash and getting by by squeezing to the right. Again, this is on the northbound side. Southbound 95 slows over the Occoquan and getting past the northbound crash. Two crashes on Route 7. One is westbound uh, near Baron Cameron Avenue. That is along the left side. And then the other is in Leesburg on 7 westbound before Route 9. And that is also causing a bit of a slowdown. 66, that runs well both ways. WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, 
Affordable, never looked so good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News. First, alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Dry here this evening, but this time tomorrow we'll be tracking potentially some moderate to heavy rainfall. We do have a flood watch that'll go up for Friday after 6 p.m. and stay up until 6 a.m. Saturday. Again, one inch of rainfall possible. Our temperatures here this evening dropping down through the 30s by morning, 20s in many locations. And highs on Friday in the lower 50s across the area. In fact, even Friday night is going to be pretty mild with temperatures falling on Saturday, falling from the 50s into the 40s, feeling like we're in the 30s late. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Reagan National 47, BWI Marshall 45 and Dulles also at 45 degrees. I just want to see how cold it's expected tonight. Could be anywhere from 27 to 35 degrees overnight depending on how close to the center of the uh, city you are versus the close-in suburbs and the far-out suburbs. Could be all the way down to 27 late tonight and tomorrow morning. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. We're going to Jeff Claybaugh. What might prompt the Fed to wait a bit longer before cutting rates? Inflation ticked up to 3.4% in December. Google is cutting hundreds of engineer jobs at its voice assistant division. And among 12,000 cuts, Google's already announced. Rental car company Hertz is selling a third of its EV fleet, citing weak demand from customers and higher repair costs for electric vehicles. The Dow finished Thursday up 15 points. The S&P 500 down 3 Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, wild-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. We have breaking news tonight directly related to the crisis in the Middle East. The United States and the U.K. are attacking Iran-backed militants in the Middle East with strikes from fighter jets and Tomahawk missiles launched from warships. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green is standing by to tell us more in minutes. Stay right here. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. If you haven't switched to MediShare yet, two big reasons to at least consider it and why it makes so much sense right now. Number one is inflation, which is just affecting everything. It just makes sense to say, okay, where can I actually save? Well, you can save a lot in one fell swoop if you switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month. Secondly, your conscience. MediShare members aren't forced to pay for things they don't support or believe in. And that's a big deal for a lot of people right now. They want their money to actually help people. And one more reason, you can trust MediShare. It's been the gold standard for healthcare sharing for more than 30 years. It works, and members love it, too. It has double the member satisfaction rating compared to health insurance. So now's a great time to consider making the switch, and they are very easy to talk to. MediShare has great customer service. You can call now and get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. It's 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. 713. Some people like A and others like B. At BMW, we prefer X. Like the dynamic X3, meant for ultimate exploration. The X5, built to conquer even the most difficult paths, or the pinnacle of comfort and luxury, the X7. And since every X-Range vehicle is packed with performance and versatility, you'll always get the best of X. The BMW X-Range. Your next X-Venture starts here. Lease a 2024 BMW X3 X-Drive 30i for $649 per month. Visit BMWCenters.com. Last we checked with former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, he was with something called No Labels, a third-party candidacy. 
or at least the potential for one. But he's left no labels now. What's possibly next politically for Larry Hogan? That story later this half hour on WTOP. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 715, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Breaking news on WTOP. The United States and British militaries have launched strikes in Yemen to retaliate for the recent Houthi attacks in the Red Sea. The Iranian-backed Houthis have been launching barrages of drone and missile attacks in the Red Sea since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. Now let's learn what the U.S. and the British are throwing back at them. We take you live to WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green in studio with us. What do we know so far, J.J.? Well, Dimitri, this is something that the U.S. promised to do. They told them yesterday, and they've said several times before, stop these attacks in the Red Sea or there will be consequences. So a defense official tells us tonight the U.S. military, in coordination with our partners, conducted strikes in Houthi-controlled areas in Yemen. And according to this information and other information we've gathered, they used, as you said shortly ago, fighter jets, Tomahawk missiles, but we've also learned that they used other platforms, including submarines. I'm told that these strikes struck essentially uh, Houthi launch sites, storage sites, and radar. And there may have been other uh, locations that have been struck as well. This information is fairly uh, fluid right now, but we know that they struck at least a dozen sites. And uh, this is probably not over with yet. The U.S. and U.K. have been involved in this activity tonight, but it sends a very clear and strong message to the Houthis that the U.S. and the international community wouldn't tolerate what they were doing. We understand the the Houthis are plenty resilient and scrappy and all that, but really, are they any match for these two militaries? Not at all. Uh, They have promised some kind of retaliation even this evening after these strikes. They have promised to uh, in, in a sense, bring the West to its knees. There's no way they can do that with what they have. Uh, Iran can't do that, and they're dependent on Iran for most of what they have and what they use. Uh, to, so to answer your question, they really can't back up any threats that they make towards the West, certainly towards the U.S., but they have made them tonight. Important to emphasize, you check in with contacts at the Pentagon pretty much every day, and you get on the record and off the record uh, information. Was the U.S. very reluctant to do this because of the fear of a law, an escalation uh, beyond what's happening right now in the Gaza and the West Bank? I think they were. But I, I think you can also get the sense, too, Dimitri, that this kind of operation is not something that you just decide at, uh, say, 4 o'clock today we're going to do. It took planning. And to be honest about it, some sources had mentioned to me um, perhaps 24 hours ago You may want to keep your ears open because it was at that time that the secretary of state had promised some kind of consequences. He didn't say when or where or how, but um, we do know that this was something that they've been thinking about for a while and something that clearly they've demonstrated tonight that they're, they're willing to do probably, yes, reluctantly, but they know it has to be done to send that message 
to the Houthis. A final thought about the, the geopolitics of all of this, but also the commerce. So many ships have been avoiding that area, and they carry the materials that you and I and everybody else use every day. I heard the Secretary of State mention a couple of days ago the percentage of this uh, this this global commerce that's dependent on what takes place or transiting the Red Sea area. And uh, it was pretty significant. And you talked about the types of merchandise that we all depend on. You know, this is a situation that Iran recognizes is an extension and a projection of their power because they've been doing this in the Gulf of Oman and the Persian Gulf for a while. But this is a different place. This is the Red Sea. This is an extension of where they actually operate. So they know that this is an impact on the global the global economy, and this is something they wanted to do. But it also, I think tonight, Dimitri, has opened up a new front in a battle that Iran may not be prepared for. That is WTOP's national security correspondent, J.J. Green. We'll hear more from him later tonight and later in the week here as we learn that the U.S. and the British militaries are launching strikes on Yemen to retaliate for the recent Houthi attacks in the Red Sea. Stay close to WTOP. We've got a special report coming up in just minutes. Now, traffic and weather on the 8s brought to you by Northrop Grumman, innovation that defends what matters most. Northrop Grumman is defining possible with a cutting-edge missile defense system for a safer tomorrow. Visit NorthropGrumman.com. We're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In the district, 695 westbound after the on-ramp from South Capitol, there has been a crash that is along the left side of the roadway. Fire department is now en route, so watch your mirrors for the responders on 695 westbound. Uh, and getting toward 395, it's right about where the two uh, change from 695 to 395 and getting by to the right. In Virginia, 95 northbound does have the crash just before uh, Dumfries. That is along the left side of the, make that before Prince William Parkway, the two-tractor trailer crash. That is along the left side of the roadway northbound on 95 before Prince William Parkway. Southbound, a bit slow getting past it, and that's it. We're in good shape on 66, 7 on the westbound side of Baron Cameron had a crash. That is along the left side as well. Westbound Route 7 near Route 9 in Leesburg also has another crash. Beltway in Maryland is clear, clearing out nicely. Suitland Parkway outbound before Route 4, the crash on the left side. And 202 uh, near Route 50 between there and 75th Avenue, pretty serious crash. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their worlds and it'll change on your it'll change your own unbound.org bob Imler, wtop traffic it's veronica johnson now she's seven news first alert chief meteorologist gorgeous evening here after a beautiful day temperatures falling down through the 40s eventually 20s and 30s by tomorrow morning but it's still going to be mainly clear clouds on the increase will turn mostly cloudy by around 3 p.m tomorrow rain develops between 5 and 7 p.m but ends early saturday morning well before the sun comes up could get an additional one inch of rainfall and because of that, we do have a flood watch that's up starting tomorrow afternoon. Highs Friday in the lower 50s. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Foggy Bottom is at 44 and Fort Belvoir 44. Silver Spring 45 degrees. Could be all the way down to 27 in some suburbs. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Top stories here on WTOP. The breaking news of the evening. The U.S. and British militaries have launched retaliatory strikes against multiple Houthi targets in Yemen. New tonight, Hunter Biden pleads not guilty to tax charges in a court in Los Angeles. 
And as we are maybe much closer to a partial government shutdown, WTOP's Mitchell Miller is closely watching new developments from the Hill. A special report on this new U.S. military action in the Red Sea coming next on WTOP. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. This is WTOP News. Now 723 and we have breaking news. CBS News special report. The U.S. and U.K. are beginning to strike on targets in Yemen. But while a U.S. official confirms they're in retaliation for Houthi attacks, CBS's Nancy Cordes tells us... The Houthis say their strikes on ships are retaliation for Israeli strikes in Gaza. But a coalition of world leaders, including the U.S. and the U.K., they say these commercial vessels have nothing to do with the conflict. Middle East expert Gerald Firestein was an ambassador to Yemen under former President Obama. Their calculus is that uh, whatever airstrikes we may carry out, we'll probably blow some things up, we'll destroy some stuff. Uh, but uh, they've endured seven years of incessant uh, airstrikes from Saudi Arabia. The Saudis hit just about everything that could be hit. Uh, but the Houthis are still there. They're still uh, as militarily capable as ever. CBS News Special Report. I'm Stacey Lynn. Stay with us for updates and analysis of the latest tonight in Yemen and around Yemen and the Red Sea, U.S. and U.K. airstrikes. They are focused on Houthi rebels tonight. Other news around here. Speculation swirls about whether former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan is prepping for a presidential run after he stepped down from the No Labels Board last month. Hogan's resignation letter, dated December 15th, doesn't provide any details on why he left the third-party label. The moderate Republican has long fueled rumors of a potential 2024 presidential campaign with no labels. The group is pledging to put forward a unity ticket that includes one Democrat and one Republican. We'll keep you updated here on WTOP. Now 725. Sports at 25 and 55. And it's Steve Dresner. And good evening to Mitri and HL Action from Capital One Arena. The Cats taking on the Seattle Kraken for the first time this season. Currently in the first period, no score. College basketball, Big Ten Conference action going on in College Park with Maryland hosting Michigan. Let's check in live with WTOP Sports Director George Wallace. All right, Steve, not the prettiest of basketball games. You, me, and Dimitri may be able to shoot a little better than we're <laughs> seeing here tonight. Uh, 10-10, this game is tied with 9 minutes, 37 seconds to go. First half, Maryland just ended a 6-minute, 27-second scoring drought and hit. they were 0 for their last 8 in uh, field goals before just hitting a bucket. Jameer Young has 6. Maryland shooting just 28%. Michigan, 3 of 12 from the floor, 25%. By the way, Maryland also 0 for 7 from 3. 9.32 to go first half. 